Listener Production. Hello, welcome back to Koshy's Easy Steps to Financial Success. I'm David Kosh, and as you know, I'm on a mission to help you fulfil your financial dreams. In this episode, I'm going to guide you through the process of choosing the right tax agent. But before we get started, if you haven't listened to my last episode on getting organised and preparing what you need for tax time, then I'd suggest you go back and have a listen to it before listening to this episode. So let's get into it. The main problem with tax is that it's so complicated that many of us have given up on trying to understand what we can and can't do. So first, let's quickly recap what tax is all about. There are basically two types of ways to fund your life, earning income, such as cash, or through the rising value of assets you own, capital growth. Now, income tax is usually paid to the government as you earn income throughout the year. So, if you're an employee, your boss will deduct tax from each pay and send it to the tax office on your behalf. But if you're self-employed, you need to set aside the appropriate tax and pay the tax office yourself. Income that you must pay tax on includes wages, pensions and annuities, most government payments, investment income like interest from savings accounts or dividends from shares, and income from business interests. There are different tax rates for different levels of income earned. Basically, the more income you earn, you slide up the tax scale and pay higher rates. You won't have to pay tax on income received from things like lottery winnings and other prizes, small gifts or birthday presents, some government payments, child support, the tax-free portion of your redundancy payment, and government superannuation co-contributions. At the end of each financial year, most people need to lodge a tax return which summarises your income received and tax paid. If you haven't paid enough, you need to settle the difference with the tax office. And if the tax return shows that you've paid too much, then the tax office will refund the excess. And remember, if you're an Australian resident for tax purposes, the first 18200 of your yearly income is not taxed. And this is called the tax-free threshold. You can claim the tax-free threshold to reduce the amount of overall tax that's withheld from your pay during the year. So that's the income part. When it comes to appreciation of assets you own, that return comes under capital gains tax. If you sell a capital asset, like real estate or shares, you usually make a capital gain or a capital loss. This is the difference between what it costs you to acquire the asset and what you receive when you sell it. You need to report any capital gains and losses in your income tax return and pay tax on your capital gains. This is actually part of your income tax, not a separate tax. 
When you make a capital gain, it's added to your assessable income and can significantly increase the overall tax you need to pay because the tax for this income is not withheld like the way your boss would withhold it from your salary. So you need to make sure you keep enough cash from the gain to pay the tax. If you make a capital loss, you cannot claim it against your other income, but you can claim it against capital gains made on other assets, which effectively reduces your overall capital gains tax. For example, say you own some BHP shares and you sell them, making a $10 profit. You'll pay capital gains tax on that $10 profit. But if you sell some Domino's pizza shares in the same year and make a $5 capital loss, you can offset that loss against the $10 BHP profit and only pay capital gains tax on the $5. Capital gains tax applies to assets like real estate, shares, managed funds, cryptocurrencies, foreign currency profits, land value, and the like. But your principal place of residence, your home, cars or motorbikes, personal use items valued under $10,000 and collectibles worth less than $500 are all exempt from capital gains tax. You can also claim the costs of owning those investments against the income and capital gain that you earn. For example, if you own an investment property, you can claim the interest payments on any loans, agents' management fees, and council rates on the property against the rental income that you earn, and offset stamp duty and maintenance costs against any future capital gain. But I'll talk in more detail about tax deductions and tax-advantaged investing in future episodes of this series. So, for most people with one source of income and just a few deductions, submitting your tax return online is actually pretty simple. But if you have a side hustle, like maybe an Airbnb or a second job, or investments, you probably need the help of a tax agent to make sure you pay the right amount of tax. And if you have an investment property, I reckon you definitely need one. So I'm going to give you my tips on finding a good tax agent because, as I always say, the best investment you can make is getting good advice and the same goes for tax. And look, when I say tax agent, these can be accountants or special tax professionals. They just have to be qualified and registered as a tax agent. So how do you find a good tax agent? Well, you know my motto, never settle for the first person you find on Google or price you quoted. Shop around and visit a number of agents and get quotes from them. This way, you'll be more likely to find an agent who suits your tax needs and financial situation. The agent market is a competitive one, but don't fall into the trap of thinking that the person who is cheapest is the agent to go with. And I strongly recommend 
that you confirm the total cost of the services required before you give the agent the go-ahead so that you can be confident on what their final bill will look like. And remember, their fees are tax deductible too. Now, the Australian Tax Office regularly issues warnings to watch out for bogus tax agents. And the law insists that agents be properly trained and registered with the tax agents board. So when you meet with potential tax agents, make sure that you ask to see the tax agent's registration certificate or call the agent's board to double check. So when you're shopping around agents to make sure everything with them is above board, you can check the following. Is the agent registered as a tax agent? with the tax agent's board? Is the agent a member of a professional body which has professional development requirements? You can tell this by looking for the letters like CPA, which stands for Certified Practicing Accountant, or ICA, Institute of Chartered Accountants. And ask them how long they've been around and will they be there next year to provide a follow-up service? It's easier to go back to the same tax agent each year if possible because they have an understanding of your tax affairs. If your tax situation is more complicated, like you have a side hustle, an investment property or share portfolio, check if the agent provides extra services. For example, are they able to work out retirement, superannuation, redundancy payments, property depreciation. These calculations can become very complex, so you need a tax agent that's used to them and expert in working them out. Is the agent willing to help with any tax office audits which may eventuate? And look, I think we all have an internal bullshit monitor. We all know when a person is a bit too sharp and pushing the boundaries. If your meter is ticking over when talking to a potential tax advisor, listen to your intuition and start going through the checklist I just gave you so that you can check how qualified they are because it's just not worth it when it comes to tax. A cranky tax man is someone you don't want in your life. And if you have business interests, have a capital gains tax problem or a negative gearing property, make sure you use an accountant who is also a tax agent because for the last couple of years, the tax office has warned property investors they'll be in for close scrutiny. Property is a hugely complex area, especially when it comes to calculating depreciation. And one of the biggest mistakes made in this area is confusing repairs with replacement when it comes to making claims for deductions. Not only can you underpay tax and incur large tax penalties, but you may overpay and accidentally penalise yourself. So it's worth the extra cost to get the right tax agent so that you don't have to pay a dollar more than you need to. So there you have it. My short and sweet guide to choosing the right tax agent who will suit your unique needs. In the next episode... I'll be giving my tips on how to understand your deductions. Now, if you want to learn more, head to my Your Money and Your Life website. There are plenty of articles and videos 
to help you make sure you get your tax right. That's ymyl.com.au. Good luck. And when you're ready to take the next step in getting on top of your taxes, I'll be here waiting. Koshy's Easy Steps to Financial Success was presented by David Kosh. Producer, Melody Ruiz. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson. Listener.